Welcome to Chilling with Teddy G, an authentic black channel empowering the black community and capturing the modern day black reality through investigative journalism. I'm your host, Teddy G. Hello to all of my melanated kings and queens, my brothers and sisters in Africa, as well as South Africa, and to my listening audience around the globe. I welcome each and every one of you back to another episode of CWTG. As you know, I'm Teddy G, your host, and on this channel, you know, we discuss anything and everything with absolutely no sugar, no frosting, and definitely no mayonnaise. So y'all go ahead and grab yourself your favorite beverage, your coffee, your tea, your latte, whatever it is you prefer, your cocoa, and join me for the next few minutes, ladies and gentlemen, as we get into our entertainment segment where D.L. Uh, Hughley was on stage and he responds to um, Monique, <clears throat> you know, dissing, um, dissing him. And, and uh, you know, we have some things that then surfaced from the... Uh, from both of the performers in, in, in contracts and in tweets and different things. We're going to get right into that as soon as we take care of a little dirty laundry. Because y'all know at the studios of Chilling with Teddy G, we keep our dirty laundry clean with the Copyright Disclaimer Act of 1976 under Title 17, Section 107. Allowances is made for the fair use for the purpose such as criticism, comment, news reporting, teaching, scholarships, and research. Fair use is permitted by the copyright statute that may otherwise be infringing. Nonprofit education or personal use tips the balance in the favor of fair use now I'm going to offer my commentary ladies and gentlemen after y'all listen to this uh, brief uh, news clip over the uh, dispute with uh, who was going to be headlining the show who was going to be closing the show who was going to be uh, uh, putting the uh, segments in the way that they want them to go because both of them were making the claims that that was in their contracts. Now, I'm going to offer my personal opinion on this uh, um, fiasco and uh, tell you why I think it happened. But first, I want y'all to listen uh, exactly to what uh, what happened. Still dealing with the aftermath between Monique and D.L. Hughley. On Saturday, part of Monique's stand-up comedy set was filmed and released online, where she opened her set by trashing Hughley because she was expecting to be the headliner of the show. The two comedians have since gone back and forth online, providing several receipts from their paperwork that showed they were supposed to headline the Fox Theater show in Detroit. As mentioned, the footage from the night would first show Monique taken to the stage as she would reveal her frustrations on the line of order by calling DL a bitch and a coon for wanting to close the night over her. This footage would be seen by millions online and across social media without hardly anyone seeing what Hughley had to say immediately after until now. Local comedian Jeff Horst, who appears to be a friend of the night's hosting comedian Josh Adams, will post clips to his Instagram page, including DL's immediate reaction to Monique's diss just before he got on stage. Apparently, Precious was not a movie. That shit was an autobiography. God damn. 
Ruffin Weeks in recent history. Ten black people get slaughtered in Buffalo because they're black. You got 21 kids getting slaughtered in, in uh, Mexico, and you want to talk about you all the goddamn time. You Wait a minute, Nadia Higley, that massacre was not in Mexico. It was in Texas. So let's get that part straight. Secondly, I want y'all to know he only went on a ranting about um, uh, Monique for about a minute. But uh, Monique laid into him, ladies and gentlemen, for about 20 minutes, right? So she was clearly heated over uh, what had happened. And from what I understand is they had been going back and forth with tweets over uh, this uh, issue. But let's get back and hear the rest of what D.L. Hughley has to say. You. Fast forward to the next day, Monique would ask to see Hughley's contract. He would then proceed to post his deal memo. The deal memo stated that Hughley was slated to close the show, as well as be the highest paid artist on the show, have approval of the lineup and running order of the show. Hughley's caption read, after this, I don't want to hear no more about this. Here it is in black and white. The only thing blacked out is personal bank info. Pay attention to the headliner, the highest paid artist on the show, artists who have approval of lineup, lineup of the show, D.L. Hughley closing. I got everything that was stated in my contract, everything, but let's say I didn't. My beef wouldn't be with anyone but the promoter and or my team, and I damn sure wouldn't make it personal. If you have a problem, take it up with management, and by that, I mean yours, Daryl Lynn Hughley. After Hughley posted his paperwork, the comments were filled with support from other comedians and fans. It's Hughley by landslide and now the weather, Sugar King. Paperwork just walked through the portal like Thanos, Tony Baker, Ken Whitley, Darius McCrary, Gary Owen, and D-Nice were all present in Hughley's comments, shocked by the receipts that were pulled up. Hughley responded to Whitley's comment, I hate even having to go here, for real. Many thought the beef between the legends were done, but Monique would post her performance agreement in response that stated that Monique would be the headliner and closing act of the show. There were some of you who were fooled by the smoke and mirrors of DL posting his deal memo versus his performance agreement. Here is my performance agreement, and here are emails and texts confirming that as per usual. I'm gonna always keep it real and honest with my people. If you notice, mine has signatures and DL does not. What type of ironclad agreement doesn't have signatures of the participants involved? Apparently, DLs. Now, you told me to check with my management, and this is what I came up with, so how'd I do? Perhaps you should have taken your own advice, because I'm sure your team would have advised you against trying to pass a deal memo off as a contract. To those out here who thought a deal memo was the same as a performance agreement, especially some of the comedians, this is how we're constantly taken advantage of by the business. And just so you know, the promoter already told my team before the show that you didn't have a signed agreement. That's why I'm not surprised you're using a deal memo. That said, maybe they lied and you actually have a contract. If so, the promoters have put themselves in a terrible position to have more legal action taken against them beyond malicious concealment for breaking the contract at the last second. That said, DL, we the people will be waiting for your signed agreement. Now, that was from Monique which was uh, included with detailed explanations, ladies and gentlemen, and a, a signed uh, a contract. So with all that being said, let me give you my opinion. 
because Monique pretty much said it. She said that the uh, the promotion uh, is the problem for this, you know, not her management because she brought all of her credentials from her management team. And uh, as uh, you can see, or as you can hear in this case, that uh, uh, D.L. Hughley didn't do that, okay? And uh, I want to say this, okay? And I'm going to let it rest with this. Uh, clearly, y'all was being played against each other. When I say y'all, I mean Monique and I mean Hughley, okay? And who knows, but I believe the promotion team probably did it, ladies and gentlemen, specifically for that reason, so y'all could uh, uh, verbally bash each other at the uh, show, which uh, Monique clearly did. But she brought the proper receipts, okay, to back up every statement that she made. So now, as far as that's concerned, I'm definitely in uh, Monique's corner, because as we all know, Monique has had a bunch of issues and she has been uh, uh, pretty much blackballed because of statements that she made earlier, which I did a show on, uh, several shows on. And, um, and I think that this was uh, just a trick to get two melanated individuals uh, ranting uh, at each other to make the uh, show more exciting and more profitable and to keep the and continue to paint that narrative about how uh, uh, black on black uh, um, issues are, are, are so prevalent, okay? Now it's clear to me, ladies and gentlemen, that this was done intentionally to um, promote an issue between the two and, and they fell for it. That's where I have a major issue, ladies and gentlemen, when it comes to um, uh, melanated people dealing with each other and y'all hear me uh, all the time talk about staying on code because that's what uh, everybody else well not everybody else but almost everybody else they stay on code okay the blue line uh, they stay on code the Mazungus they stay on code the Asians they stay on code alright the the uh, um, Hispanics they stay on code, and they are um, building wealth and getting the uh, uh, proper respect from each other because they have learned to stay on code, and that's something that we got to do, and that's something that we starting to do, but we just got a long way to go. Okay, and they got to read between the lines. Now, all of this actually could have been uh, avoided. I'm talking about the personal attacks on the um, comedy stand-up as if they had uh, uh, talked to each other personally. Okay, not in the public forum, even in social media, okay, where they're doing the tweets and they're doing the, the Facebook and then the Instagram and then the uh, Snapchats and all of that stuff right there. No, see, these are things, ladies and gentlemen, that should be, in my personal opinion, discussed in private matters. All right. And then when it all came out uh, later on, they would have been able to properly respond or even put it in their stand up uh, act where the problem really lied at, which uh, I believe that uh, Monique did, but she didn't, she did it in her tweets, okay? And uh, she and I didn't see the performance, so she could have uh, possibly done it uh, in her uh, stand-up uh, comedian act, 
But I think they, they would have been able to focus that energy where it needed to be focused at, which was on the ones who are, who are getting paid, okay, which is the promotional team. And not blamed each other and not blamed each other uh, 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 management. Now, it's clear to me, in my opinion, from reading that contract, that um, uh, uh, Monique did have the uh, rights to do what she didn't get the opportunity to do. So that speaks for itself, too. Where was, um, was that also planned? In my opinion, of course it was. This is the reason why they gave her that contract, but, but then uh, they let uh, D.L. Hughley have everything that was in Monique's contract. And she had signed uh, uh, signatures, ladies and gentlemen, saying that uh, exactly what uh, her contract uh, consisted of. But again, like I say, I believe that all of us need to learn how to get on code and stay on code in order to stop falling for these um, these tricks and traps that they uh, we're so easily put into. Now, that's my personal opinion. And I'm sticking to it. So with all that being said, I'm going to go ahead and uh, end this uh, um, episode, ladies and gentlemen, this entertainment episode of... Uh, Monique and uh, D.L. Hughley having the issues with their uh, contracts. Uh, with all that being said, I want y'all guys to continue to do your social distancing. I want y'all to continue to keep everybody uh, in your prayers. All right. I want y'all to take care of that immune system, which is your number one defense against uh, 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 the COVID-19 and any other virus that's out here is a healthy and strong immune system. And wear your outer gear. Keep them gloves on. Keep them face shields on. Keep them uh, masses uh, uh, covering up your mouth and nose. Keep them shoe coverings on so you don't track these uh, germs and viruses in and out of your household and out of your cars and whatnot. All right? Y'all know I tell y'all these things for one reason and one reason only. And what is that? Who can tell me? That's right, because I love you. Loving you guys is my food, and Teddy G is hungry each and every single day of his life. And until I have the opportunity to address you guys again, I bid each and every one of you peace, love, and soul. Locker Natural Hair Journey is oh so rewarding, but can be extremely stressful when you start to consider what products to use. If that's you, then look no further. Locklicious is a Black-owned company that has created an all-natural product line for locked and loose natural crowns. The Locklicious team works hard to ensure that their products are free of parabens, phthalates, sulfates, PEG, synthetics, and other toxic chemicals you find in other products. Best of all, the products are lightweight and will not leave residue or cause buildup. Go to locklicious.com to start treating your crown like royalty. 